What's going on, people? This is Lecrae. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Kel Mitchell. Picky one is that? Would be me. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Brian Hooks. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Dr. Dorinda Clark Cole. Yo, what up, y'all? It's your boy, Kemp, on stage. Yo, what's up? This is Doug E. Fresh. What up, what up? It's DJ Emmy for that Breakfast Club. What's up, everybody? It's Mr. Talkbox. Hello there. This is Kim Burrell. Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Cardi Cortez. Well, hello there. I am Ja'Kalen Carr. Good afternoon. It's Jess with the mess. Hey, everyone. This is Faith Jesse. My name is Kid from Kid and Play. Peace to the planet. Charlemagne the God here. What's up, y'all? Las Vegas. It's Sad Entertainer. I want you to download and tune into the greatest gospel station in the Las Vegas area. It's the number one gospel station. Number one gospel station. Number one gospel radio. Check it out. I need you to do me a favor. I need you to go download Anointed Radio app. From either the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. For 24-7 gospel. Make sure to check out their website at anointedradionetwork.com. Music for the soul, music for your spirit, music to lift your heart. That soul food for your body, that energy for your spirit. Gospel in the morning, gospel for lunch, gospel at dinner, and then you go to sleep. You know what? Guess what? You're dreaming about some gospel. Sometimes these are the songs that really uplift us and uh, get us through some of the tough times. Salute Pastor J. Calhoun and Anointed Radio. Know your boy wouldn't steer you wrong. Go listen right now. You feel me? Check them out without no doubt because gospel is what it's all about. Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. This is Pastor Jay with Anointed Radio, and like always, we are so excited to be back. And we're going to start off in normal fashion, and the normal fashion is this. We're going to start off with a scripture and a prayer. And the scripture we're coming out of is Psalms 119 and 2. Out of the New Living Translation, it says, Joyful are those who obey his law and search him with all their heart. God bless those who search truly, not for value of trying to get something from God, but really searching God to better themselves. Searching God to be able to understand God and his way and his will and how he has purpose for you. God really wants you to be able to change your life, 
change your life for the better be able to see more than what has been given to you what has been told that that's as far as you can go god really wants you to make sure that today that you choose to live and not die hey somebody gonna speak this and the, when they get later in the car let me keep going dear heavenly father god we just thank you god god we just thank you god we just ask you to be into the room god let a word be said today that can help heal deliver send joy send revelation god we just ask you to be in the in the room god god bless every listener under the sound of my voice let them be able to see financial breakthrough. Let them be able to see mental clarity. Let them be able to see internal joy. God, I ask you right now to be able to let us reach the unreachable, teach the unteachable, and even touch people with the hardest heart so that they can say, what can I do to be saved? Enlarge the territory of Anointed Radio. Let us be able to get to new masses, new audiences, new airwaves, new countries, new people, let people just be so excited about anointing radio because we're so on fire for you, God, so that they could be able to spread the word about how your greatness has saved our life. So, God, we just thank you. We glorify you. Let something be said tonight to be able to change and break chains. In Jesus' precious name, amen, 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 amen. Like always, I got something to say. What I got? I got this to say. Follow me at Anointed Jalon on all social media platforms. You see it on the screen, Anointed Jalon. You can follow me on all of the music streaming platforms to get the songs. Jesus, you make me happy. Renew my praise. Slip away. My team rep. Jesus, wake up. Bless. Many more music is on the way for 2023. There's some great things coming down in the horizon for the Pastor J audience. I want y'all to know if y'all was waiting for new music and, and, and new things from me, I am working on it for 2023 is going to be eventful. So definitely keep watching, follow me at anointed Jalon for all those good things. And if you didn't know, now, you know, go ahead and download the anointed radio app. I'll wait. Okay, there you go. So go ahead and download the Anointed Radio app for 24-hour gospel, Las Vegas's number one gospel station. And, and I always say download the Anointed Radio app so you can listen to music. But if you got that Roku, yeah, your TV got Roku, go ahead and download the Anointed Radio network app on your Roku and it's going to bless your life. We got movies on there. We got radio shows. We're soon going to have um, production of TV shows. Anybody that is a Christian filmmaker, Christian stage play, hit us up on our email at lvanointedradio at gmail.com because we are promoting Christian content for free. Man, I said it for the F. If you did not know, we are giving free distribution through Roku, Roku um, for Christian filmmakers and Christian playwrights that have it recorded. We just just gonna bring it out to the masses, spread spread the gospel of what God has put in your heart for your film or your stage play. So definitely make sure. 
that you hit us up at LV Anointed Radio. And before I bring anybody on there, share, like, subscribe. If you're watching us from YouTube, go ahead and hit that like button, that notification button to subscribe so that anytime we go live, you can follow us. All my Facebook people, what's up, what's up? Share the story, share it to your groups, share it to your friends, tag your friends in the comment. Like, we like seeing the little hearts and comment, all that good stuff. Let's go ahead and get started with the sharing the liking and subscribing and with that being said i'm gonna go ahead and bring my co-host that's in the studio y'all we got prophetess tish hi hi everybody boss birthday girl barbie who looks super tired because it was her birthday so she said it's my (laughs) birthday and i cry if i want to man i just got off work i'm so beat <laughs> Where can they find y'all, y'all? I am Prophetess Tish. You can find me on Instagram at Fervently Creations. You can find me on Facebook at Tish Shearer. You can also find me in the Clubhouse Streets as Prophetess Tish. And you can check out a little bit more if you go to my website, www.fervenlycreations.com. What's up, y'all? Y'all know y'all can find me on Instagram at Barbie underscore underscore world, on Twitter at boss underscore underscore Barbie, and make sure y'all follow my nonprofit, Check Rock, on Instagram at check.rock, and then Twitter is check underscore underscore rock. So, yeah. And um, if all for absence, I know Ben coming in late, so definitely go check Benzel Washington for all the 90 babies. And um, make sure you go follow Miss Brittany Marley, where she does Testimony Tuesday every Tuesday. She's out with her family right now because it's Thanksgiving, y'all. I stopped cooking for y'all. Audience people out there watching, I stopped cooking for y'all so that we could be able to bring you a great interview today, some good content, some good be able to uplift you before you start talking about why you thankful because why are you thankful though you know (laughs) why you thankful before you got to do your little you know easter speech on thanksgiving tomorrow what are you thankful for because there's a lot to be thankful for because if you don't know how to get started with it let me tell you something you made it past covid i'm just saying that was the if you can't shout off of that when people was leaving in the droves and you here today still complaining about your finances. <laughs> you complained about your finances before COVID. And you still complain about your finances after COVID. That might be a sign that you need better financial management. But what I'm saying is be thankful in this thankful spirit of that God gave you another chance. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and bring up our guest today. Christian hip-hop artist, Mr. Jonathan AKA preach. Everybody clap it up. Follow him. Yo. Mr. Jonathan, y'all. What's what up though? How's everybody what doing? What up though? Where you from? Detroit. Yeah, uh, let's Detroit, go. Michigan. We holding it down. Now. Yeah, let's oh, go. Yeah. Hey, let's go. Detroit I'm is in now. the building. Let me- Wake up, man. I was yeah, over it's here time, it's time to perk work. up a little bit. Man, I'm, <laughs> up. I'm up, bro. What, what up, though? What up, though? Yes, sir. See, I knew you was a real one. <laughs> I knew you was a I real knew, one. I knew that this was going to turn to this as soon as she said, I'm from Detroit. Detroit. Boss Barbie spruced up. Like, what? 
She was all the way in my neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh I say amen. Amen. <laughs> amen. Amen. This is the most excited I've seen Boss Barbie in a long time. Amen. Uh, Jonathan, where can they find you? What's your website, your social media handles, all those good things? Yeah, mostly on Instagram. So if you want to find me at Preach0411, that's Preach0411. If you go on Facebook, uh, you can add me on Facebook. My name is Jonathan. My last name is Shropshire. You ain't going to be able to spell that, so let me help you out. It's S-H-R-O-P-S-H-I-R-E. I'm not really on Twitter. But if you find me on those two, I'll rock with you. Amen. And you know I laugh when she spelled his last. Oh yeah, I had to. I, I probably should do it again too. It rhymed a little for bit. One more too. time. Do it yeah, for yeah. one time. You know what I'm saying? Where can what, what's your last name again so they can follow your music? Yeah, it's Shropshire. So my name is Jonathan J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N Shropshire. That's S-H-R-O-P-S-H-I-R-E. He said it. Go follow him. So, with that being said, see, I told you I got to get down on a t-shirt because I say it every show. With that being said, again, we're going to go ahead into some Bible trivia, y'all. It's real simple Bible trivia. It's not that hard. It's, I'm, I, I don't have to answer them because I see the answers. <laughs> see, this is why Brittany Sheesh. likes doing the game because Brittany be able to see everything and she don't got to have the anticipation like dang what are they gonna talk about so y'all ready for the first one? Oh uh -huh. yeah bring it bring it Bible on. trivia y'all y'all ready y'all yeah. thankful ready. oh yeah all right what city was jesus born bethlehem bam bing bing coming out the gate swinging <laughs> no buzzer over here oh you know what i'm sorry i just jumped right into it i didn't even know the rules. that uh that Family Feud buzzer. Right, right. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> All right, next one, next one. How many books are in the New Testament? Uh, 33. Oh, no, no, no. Um, 27. 27. Prophetess Tish for the win. Got me. Dang, Come on, Got man. Me. I've okay. been out of school for a minute. So, what type of insect did John the Baptist eat in the desert? Was it locust? Locust. Bing, yeah. bing, bing. I give it a split between prophetess and preach. All right. Here's another one. Real simple. Who were the first apostles called to follow Jesus? Uh, Johnny. What is John's brother? Peter. Mm -hmm. um, the fisherman. So it was the sons of Zebedee. Um, and that is James and Peter. And John, it's Peter and Andrew. Pete Andrew. Because those were brothers. Peter and Andrew was brothers. They were first apostles to call to follow Jesus. All right. This is a real easy Sunday school one, y'all. He's kind of hard, bro. John. My ass great <laughs> university degree is showing right now. <laughs> hey, I, hey, I, I, I feel you. I feel you. All right. Y'all ready? Oh, yeah. All right. How many people did Jesus feed with five loaves of bread and two fish? That's an easy one. That's 5,000. 5K minus women and children. 
Exactly. They, they didn't count the they didn't count women and children yeah. in the numbers. Mm. Yeah. He did so it twice they, though. Okay. Okay. Two separate miracles. He's trying to get into the bonus round. He's trying to get into the yeah, bonus round. I'm trying to get extra points. I don't know what, what we win, but you know. <laughs> you, you win a high five. I know, I know to have you on my <laughs> team. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. So after Jesus was arrested. Which apostle disowned him about three times? Peter. Dang it. Peter. Sure did. That he, me to it. he said he was like, nah, I don't even know, homie. They was did. like, weren't you, weren't you with him the other day giving out food? Nah, I don't, that Cussed wasn't him. me. Cussed him out, didn't he? <laughs> Third time he got a little rowdy. Don't you ever Ooh. put me with him. Cussed him, <laughs> 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 you imagine your homeboy, you'd be like, Man, I just got locked up. I don't even know who you talking to. <laughs> Y'all imagine that like a hood translation, like not the message one, but I mean just straight hood translation. Oh yeah, I Detroit style. Yeah, He's like just, I don't even know, buddy. What you talking about? Right. He ain't gang. He ain't gang. He ain't never been with me. I don't me. know. Yeah, I ain't yeah. never. I, he ain't never been there. That's, that's, that's <laughs> I don't even mess with him like that. He was, he, man, my cousin knew him. That was right. it. <laughs> All uh, right. Paul was shipwrecked mm. on what island? Ooh. Pathos. I think it started with a... Um, Pathos or something like that. I thought it started with a C. Um, oh, it might have been the one. Did I give up? I don't know why I thought it was... Let me no, Pathos is where John... Did I give dead. up? No? Okay, we're going to keep going. <sighs> Malta. It's not Creek. You cheated. Bus <laughs> <laughs> right. It's Malta. Oh, she look, she got, she got hey, on deck. Hey, I gotta check her hands because she went on the side like this. <laughs> hey, we don't get it to her. We didn't get you, 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 you go, ahead, go ahead, my sister. Get you get you some. She learned she was learning the word. It's okay. That was that was a good question. That was a good question. So here's another one. Matthew was a Tax collector. Bing, 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 bing. A tax collector. Smooth. That's why people did not like him because, and they didn't feel like he was able to follow Jesus due to the fact that tax collectors was the most dishonorable uh, field to be in because you was taken from your own people Mm -hmm. and given to a government that wasn't yours. Sound familiar? Anyway, so... I digress. Let's go to what is the shortest book in the New Testament? Jude. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. Is that your final answer? Final, for sure. I'm I'm with Jonathan on this one. (laughs) Second John is the shortest book in the New Testament. Oh, Second John. Mm. Wow. I thought I had that one in the bag for sure. For sure. Hey, I was with you. You was you was I'm saying I was family filled with you. Hey, I look at it. I was like this. I was like, hey, I was talking about right. I was like, he did try to give me some grace though. I did. I was like, that that sound right. Right, right, right. And I looked at the answer and I was like, no, that's not that's not the answer. That ain't it. All right, so. Right next to Jude, you talk. We it's another book called the Book of Revelation. Who was the author of the Book of Revelation? John. John. 
Y'all said that same time. Good answer. Y'all did that. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> okay, I gotta find something for Boss Barbara because she, she, she. She's looking like what listen, is this? Listen, I cheated in Old Testament and New Testament when I was in school. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. I got my degree. It don't matter. That's right. That's right. That's right. There you they can't go. take it back. There you go. They can't. They can't. I paid for it. My sister is the encourager for the night. She's encouraging. Yeah, she's she's she is the. The spiritual encourager. That's right. That's what we do from Detroit. We just like to cheer people on. We want people to win. We be happy for everybody. For everybody. For everybody. You hear me? You hear me? Everybody. So, so, all right. All right. Y'all happy? What tribe was Paul from? Ooh. Huh? Benjamin. Okay, you got it. Before I could finish it, the what tribe Paul, uh, Paul is from is Benjamin. Yeah. Had to go back. From the 12 tribes of Judah. Yep. The, the 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 twelve tribes of Israel, preach, preach bishop of Come Israel, on, which a lot of people arguing about right now. Because if y'all didn't know that Shem was a black man, that's what they say. <laughs> Sham Ham, Sham Ham, and Ham, and then Ham. Yep. <laughs> and then, which and then next you know was Abraham, which they all came, and then it was even. But a hey, what happened? To Shem? Why was Shem saying, cursed? I'm just I'm, I'm just Ooh. saying, you know. Why was Shem cursed? I I asked the questions around here. You, well, well, you <laughs> change it up. You know, it, I, I don't have that in my database. That ain't in your bag. Curse. Go ahead. Bonus that ain't in my bag either. Hold on, you don't see it right. It was Shem. Shem that got cursed for that. Yeah. Okay, we're going to go back to the new answer. So we got two more. We're going we're going to finish out. Okay. Ooh, that. Ooh. Okay. In the gospel according to John. Mm-hmm. Which of the apostles doubted Jesus' resurrection until he see Jesus? Thomas, Thomas show me your hands. Yes, and he the, said, "You gotta show me your hands. I don't believe it." Show and me your hands. Yes. Be show me your hands. A lot of fakers out here. What Thessalonians say? Even an antichrist Man, we need a, among we need us. A gospel family feud. Huh? We need a gospel family feud. Fact. Well, that'll go crazy. Dun, dun, dun. That's what Thessalonians said. And Steve Harvey definitely got to do it. He'd be like, you crazy. Survey says. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, now you know well that Jesus right. just said it. <laughs> so, when Christians observe Palm Sunday, what biblical narrative are they celebrating? Is that the Passover? Dang, I was about to say Ash. Ash Wednesday or something. Oh, I thought you said something else. Ah, come on, prophetess. <laughs> no, Jesus' in- entry into Jerusalem before his death. That's what the that's what it's observing for Palm Sunday. Jesus' entry into Jerusalem before his death. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. I'm thinking because the, the next the next week this is, is Easter, it's crucifixion. Yes, but yes. I didn't understand the question, so my bad, my bad. Oh, you I didn't analyze it. It's okay. It's cool. It's cool. These these questions come from a great place called Google. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got two more. You sound like a drill sergeant when she's doing push-ups, and they like two more. Uh, <laughs> like, you, yeah, you can go. I'm just like, woo, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Who baptized Jesus? John the Baptist. John the Baptist. Why they call him John the Baptist? What's the difference between the Johns? 
And who is John the Baptist? That's his cousin. His first cousin. His cousin. That was Elizabeth. That's baby. his cousin and them. That was Lizzie. That was Lizzie baby. He was out here baptizing people. Yeah. He was, a, right. for, he was a forerunner. Speaking yeah. of John the Baptist, you ready for this? Oh yeah. yeah. Who Who murdered Herod. King Herod. Herod. Herod beheaded him because he listened to to that to that uh that old crazy wife of his. They, they mm. decided that she wanted to get get the thing because he said I'll give her anything. He called him out. Daughter, anything oh. up to half of my kingdom. Called he called the him. Bible, out I'm telling you, it's a TV show. If you read your words, you'd be like, "Man, that's what." That's man, Game of Thrones type stuff. Interesting. Straight Game. So I'm gonna give yes. y'all something. We in the holiday spirit. We got a few more minutes. I'm gonna go into something. So we all heard about Jesus being in a manger and three wise men, right? And oh, yeah. they come and following a star. And the three wise men had all these gifts and all this gold that paid for Jesus's way and be able to give him uh, food and shelter and all this stuff to, to live off of. Right. So did you know that the three wise men was not by themselves? No. I, I, my, last time I checked out my, my Bible just said wise men. It didn't even say three though, you know, that's that's what some people be saying, you know. I, I, so, I'm, so I'm gonna break it down to you. It's a Game of Thrones, right? You ready for Game oh, yeah, of I'm Thrones? Ready, bro. I'm ready. If there's Game gold from the from the royal court, what follows gold from the royal court? Frankincense and myrrh. You talking yeah. about warriors, soldiers? Yeah, yeah. You said that, gold, gold, the gold from the royal court, because that gold that the wise men gave to Jesus was gotcha. from the royal court. Meaning that they were on the road with all this gold, and you're telling me three old men that was following a star on the road, and I can't, I will not say that God can't provide. Uh -huh. So you said they driving, they driving the the loom, the loom truck or the brink truck. Brink truck. <laughs> they had the option. Uh, back in the day on on a camel 2.0, you know, with all this gold, <laughs> and you telling me, and you knew back then they were robbers. Yes, sir. And thieves. Yes, sir. And the travel you know, you know they was ready to set it off. So they was, they, it was our, they had set it up the Egyptian way, you know, because they was going <laughs> in the way of a, of Egypt. So if you think about it, they were there with a whole court of soldiers. Mm. Mm. Got to think about if you want to put it into the aspect of knowing about kingdom. When the king ever sent gold, he never sent gold with three old people on the road nowhere. That was, I mean, there was soldiers, there was guards, mm -hmm. there were horses, there was probably servants, there was people that picked up the gold and brought it over. So there's a lot to it. So we kind of have biblically made this scene that is not really the scene because when the three wise men found Jesus, he wasn't even a baby. He was at least three to four years old in an apartment somewhere where they didn't already was living. You know, they was living in the, I think in the projects of, you know, I'm just saying in Bethlehem and the B. I think, B, I think Baltimore stole that from Bethlehem. I'm from B. I'm from the B. <laughs> Jesus was from the B, y'all. Amen. Right, right, right. So, with that being said, that was gospel trivia. I am not Brittany Marley. Ooh, we survived, y'all. And we survived. probably made it rougher than what it is supposed to. But hey, y'all enjoyed it. So share, like, and subscribe. Anointed radio, y'all. All right. <laughs>
He's so corny. So it's for the TV. I know it. I know it. There you go. <laughs> Paid sponsored by. <laughs> All right, let me stop. Okay, it's late. Amen. So we're gonna go into the interview phase, and in the interview phase, we're gonna learn a lot more about Mr. Jonathan, aka Preach. Yeah. From Detroit, Michigan. Hey. So I don't have to ask him where he's from. Oh yeah. He's been already telling us where he's from. And Boss Barbie has been his cheerleader. Oh she's yeah. From Detroit. The three one three. Yeah. We probably gonna say it about five more times too, just for y'all listening. Detroit. <laughs> okay, now let's ask the follow up. Let's ask the follow up question because I know Boss Barbies. So where do you reside now? In Detroit, Michigan. Oh. Home of the Detroit Pistons. Home Good of the ass. Detroit Lions. Got to say him. Survey says he ain't lying. He's still in Detroit. What's up there? What's up there? <laughs> What's up there, dude? So I would ask you this question. Um, what was your first introduction into church? Yeah, I was born and raised in church. So my father and my mother raised me um, in church and uh Became a believer when I was 15. Okay. So at such a young age, because even though like sometimes once I was raised in the church, who had the biggest impact on you at such a young age and why? Yeah, I, I mean, I think it was probably the pastor at the time. His name was Bishop Nehemiah Smith. I named my my um, my first son. Um, his middle name is Nehemiah from uh from my pastor but he died the same year i gave my life over to christ so when i was 15 that's the year he died so i didn't have a chance to be discipled by him um on the other side of uh of that life but um he was like a grandfather to me and so the way he loved people the way he loved jesus and how he was passionate about uh, ministry and 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 others was just one of the greatest men I've ever known, if not the greatest man that I've ever known in my life. So just seeing how he loved people, um, when I gave my life over to Christ, it was like a shift that, um, that almost like an Elijah and Elisha moment where that mantle of loving others, serving others was kind of passed on to me. Was you, the decision for you to give your life over to Christ have anything to do with your environment where you was growing up at? Actually, what high school you even go to? Well, see, it's different because I went to school in Dearborn. Oh, okay, my, mama, okay. my older brother was out here, out here thugging. Yeah. Scrapping. You hear, you hear me? And yeah. my mom was like, we ain't about to, we ain't about to have, we about to send him out there. She, she, uh, she Will Smith me. Yeah. Put me in Bel Air. <laughs> Where was you at? I, you ever heard of Henry Ford Academy at the Greenfield Village? Mm -hmm. So, yep, went to school, went to high school there. Um, I went to middle school in Cherry Hill Academy, but okay. um, got kicked out of Cherry Hill. Cherry, I you went know to about Cherry, Cherry Hill. Hill Academy too, bro. How, how old are you? I'm 33. I just turned 33. Girl, we about the same age. I'm 32. Yeah, we probably was in class together. We probably was in class. Girl, I got kicked out that school. I got oh, kicked wow. out. I, got kicked I love out. the follow up to that. Said, yeah, we probably was in class, but I got kicked hey, out of here. You probably hey. didn't see me no more. <laughs> I, I was I was trying to trap. I ended up fighting my teacher when I was in middle school. 
and um, okay. they kicked me out. They kicked me out of the school, but they didn't put it on my permanent record because he was trying to, he was trying to get down on crazy ways. Ain't that ain't that crazy how they do stuff in the city? Mm-hmm. They 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 kept him on staff, and they didn't go on his record or anything, and they kicked me out the school, but they didn't put it on my record. So, but but yeah yeah yeah. So I I had an interesting upbringing. Um, some of my friends were were you know selling drugs in a life you know and growing up in church I, I i believed in god but still really didn't understand him um my sisters um gave their life over to christ when it was like you know i grew up pentecostal too so like you know they had the gift of speaking in tongues my sisters when they were like seven years old eight years old and so for me i felt that god didn't love me and he abandoned me because he didn't give me the gift and so you know, I, I, I that kind of made me kind of have a cold heart toward God and toward people. And so I spent a lot of my time just, you know, and I and I and, you know, going through stuff like, you know, uh, sexual abuse and stuff like that. You know, the, my perception about people and who people were, it was it was like, man, I hate people. I spent my whole time fighting to ease the pain, hanging out with people, trying to make some false and some dumb decisions, doing some dumb stuff. And so, you know failing school getting kicked out of school fighting kids back to back fought like i said my teacher um and uh you know i was at the point of suicide when i was 15 and i was like man i can't i can't deal with this no more this is too much this is way too much for me to handle i'm 15 years old i shouldn't be having to deal with this yeah you know <laughs> enough but is I enough through it like i'm at a 10 <laughs> yeah bruh woke up you know how they say in covid some people usually wake up at a five uh, but in COVID, people automatically woke up at 10. Like, yo, I'm at my limit. That's how I felt when I was 15. I felt like every day I was waking up at my limit. And so my way of getting over it was just to fight my way through it, you know. And so, um, but, you know, when I was at the point of suicide and I thought it was over, um, God did. He 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 um, allowed me to go to church and um, he gave me the gift of speaking in tongues. Um, I'm not Pentecostal, but I think that um, part of God's way of showing me, because I wouldn't, I wouldn't know salvation outside of that, and so, and and in that, God gave me the gift to show me how much He loved me at that time, um, and my my life has never been the same since since I gave my life over to Him, you know. Um, so. I would have to ask you in in the moments of being that you've been dealing with um, abuse, molestation, all these things. Right. And you had to fight. And because like one thing I remember as a kid, my grandmother used to always say that if he's fighting because the people he want to beat up, he can't. Facts. And um, how did that really mold your mindset? Because I, I remember going to church at 14 before mm-hmm. I really got saved and people was calling me the holy rollers. Cause I didn't hang out with church people. I, I, I probably, I would say until the age of like 14, 15, I was probably an atheist mm-hmm. um, and didn't believe in nothing because how my mindset was, is I saw so much stuff adults mm-hmm. did uh, did not protect. Uh, there was yep. a lot of trauma. It was a lot of drugs. Uh, it was a lot of a lot of stuff where I was like, if God is real, um, why is this happening 
And why is there no protection? Like, why do mm. I have to defend myself mm. at such a young age? Why do I have to go do stuff that ain't so good to survive, mm-hmm. just to get the basics to eat, to have yeah. shelter, to have all these different things? Why are these things? And when I got sent to church, I remember my mm. mindset with church people because I, I wasn't the one coming in there with their mama and daddy mm. uh, sitting them down talking about, well, we going to be in church. I was in there by myself and I remember mm. having a hoodie on me mugging people in the corner for the first few months of church. And I remember, mm. the, and I remember this and I was talking to God in the corner and, I, and I'm bringing this, it's going to come to fruition. I remember being in the corner and I was talking to God and I said, man, it's sad that the teenagers that's here, I can't relate with because they feel like mm-hmm. they're better than me because mm-hmm. they're probably a deacon or a deaconess or they daddy, a preacher and all these mm-hmm. things. And I said, God, if I was ever in leadership, I would never let nobody coming from the streets feel isolated and alone by themselves trying to figure out who this God is, mm-hmm. who's trying to feel this love of, of Christianity. Because I'm like, I already know there ain't no love in the streets. I thought Christians supposed to love us. So I know, mm-hmm. I knew that that feeling as a young teenager coming into church on my own by myself, walking. Man, I used to walk faithfully to church, mm. and then people start giving me rides when I joined the choir. So uh, <laughs> that was one of the reasons why I joined the choir. I didn't know the I had the gift of singing until later, but I, I joined mm. the choir because they was giving me rides. I was like, bro, it's it was raining sometimes. I was like, right, can you give me a ride? Right, 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 so right. what was your mindset being so young, coming from a different environment, um, in a different state of mind at that time, coming into the church and trying to find salvation? Well, like, you know, like I said, I grew up in church. And so, you know, my mindset, I, I didn't like people anyway. I had trust issues, didn't really rock with people. I was a bad kid in church, bad kid in school. People really didn't want me around. Teachers used to kick me out their class. I mean, when you talk to people who 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 were my teachers who grew up with me, they like, yo, God really saved that boy. Cause if you saw me coming, it was problems. It was it was problems immediately. And so when I think about what God did for me was, you know, made me a, a, a hater of humanity. Just couldn't stand people, hated people to now, you know, he saved me to loving people. Um, you know, I think that's, that's, that was the miracle of salvation for me. And that was one of the, 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 the clearest things about a regeneration that was done in my heart that like, yo, God really did a work in me because like, yo, I could not stand people. Um, and my experience with, with, with church people was something similar where, you know, even though my parents used to make me dress up, I was still a bad kid. And Oftentimes, people don't understand how to really love other people from where they are, you know. And so, you know, even um, even if I was a a a, a great kid, um, busting all A's, the level of love that someone in the body of Christ should give should be no different between an A student and a and a gangbanger. The level of love shouldn't be any different, you know. And, and but it. We, we, we live in a fallen world and we live in a broken world where people um, have respected persons, you know, mm-hmm. um, even with children. And that's the sad, that's the sad thing. And that was my experience. And so for me, when God saved me, it was like a switch. Now everybody wanted me to wanted me to sing. Now everybody wanted me to preach. Now everybody wanted me to, you know, rap and 
and evangelize. And I was that kid who was who was talking to everybody who people were scared scared to talk to. I was talking to the drug dealers and the gang bangers and the, you know and whoever else because you know I was just wanting to share what God did for me. So, um, but it's interesting. I think that that piece for me is like I don't hold resentment to anybody. Um, you know who um who treated me differently um at at all you know and i've been dealt even in ministry i've been i've been i've been burned pretty bad on a few times several occasions but i think the the miraculous thing is that you know with with a restoration the bible says he's given us the ministry of reconciliation mm -hmm. So that looks really different when you actually living it out. Like, yo, this is a ministry is a lifestyle. This is not something that you just do. It's who you are. It's what is what you do. And if you give you a ministry of reconciliation, yo, that's like a ministry of reconciliation. It's crazy. So for me, it's like, man, that's that's who I was, man. That's who building with people, you know, and I understand I'm not people's cup of tea because, you know, uh, I went from being a bad kid to being like maybe super religious in the sense of like being called like super holy, you know what I'm saying? Like having like they called me a holy roller. They used like to real. they used to say I would go to either go to jail, I was going to jail, I was gonna be dead, or I was going something was gonna happen before I got eight uh eighteen or twenty-one. Mm. And then they turned it around like what you said. And would turn into a holy roller. And then I think speaking of, I guess, a lot of people, because it's not many people with that testimony that said, I really kind of got into church in their teenage years. Some people grew into it. So that was their mindset. Some people was kind of in it, but not in it. And then they chose it for themselves. And I would just say from what you just said, a lot of people deal with Christianity um, and base a lot of it off of reactions you know mm -hmm. a lot of people be like man bro he, uh he, man you uh, here's the famous phrase and i'm telling you this is from a person that used to be on the outside of, of christianity a long time before me and god had a relationship and i used to talk mm -hmm. to god about this i didn't know if he was listening to me or not but i'll be in church and i'll be like god they christian right mm -hmm. so why is it so easy for them to turn their backs on each other crazy so easy this is a person that did not know christ at the moment i'm talking about a present tent person that mm -hmm. was pastor jay in the making and mm -hmm. i'm just saying i remember like yesterday asking god these questions like mm -hmm. we're supposed to be like you mm -hmm. We're supposed to love it. Say how many times we we have to hear it in Sunday school and Bible study, love thy neighbor as you love yourself. And then God broke it down. It was like, man, a lot of them don't even love themselves. Thank and you. I was like, okay, so that makes understanding of the, mm -hmm. the standard of love, because if you don't love yourself, you know, impossible to love it, it's impossible to love somebody. Mm -hmm. Right. And then treat people the way you want to be treated is so obtuse to people due to the fact that a lot of people are just operating mm. based off how they've been living, mm. what they've been given. And it takes a certain type of person to overcome what has been dealt to you, mm. what has been given to you. So one thing I want to ask you was how did you overcome what they already 
because I'm going to tell you right now, because they did it to me, Mm. what they cursed you and said Mm. that you was destined for, because that's what cursing is. Oh, he ain't going to be nothing but this. She ain't nothing but that. That's cursing, which (laughs) you're not supposed to do as a Christian. Just throw that out there because the body of Christ do it too much. Oh, that he ain't going to never pass the 12th grade. How you? Let me stop. How did you overcome people putting their mouth on you like and saying that you wasn't going to do this because of what they saw you in the current moment? Yeah, I mean, that was tough. I, I had even family members that gave up on me that, that told me I would never be, you know, X, Y, and Z or, you know, had people give up on me. And, and honestly, when when I got saved, I was just so focused on loving God that I didn't really care about what people said or what people thought um, about um, uh, about my salvation. You know, mm-hmm. I, I did have a, a huge level of um, of people pleasing when I first got saved because I think I wanted people to see me in a different light than what they did, and so I probably um, I probably did a little too much people pleasing. Which which kind of led to a lot of manipulation um, when you don't establish some some good boundaries when you wanna when you wanna people please and that's that's just from you know it could be early childhood trauma you know and not getting that acceptance from your parents it could be you know um, click click syndrome where sometimes you go in churches and they could be like clicks and you just want to be accepted amongst some people but for me are you saying there's gang banging in church? Gang, straight gang, gang in church. Good night, good night. Now you know. Mm-hmm. Gang, gang. You I'm on the gospel show. Straight, straight gang, 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 gang banging in church. See, and that was my, that was Man. my craziest part. I never fit in. I, I never, I've never fit in. How did it shape your music? I. So what's funny is I, I, I started rapping when I was like 17, but I didn't really put anything out until 2020 until the pandemic so i always used to write and i used to just do poetry so you know anybody that raps it's very interchangeable you know come on tupac very interchangeable you could you know (laughs) you 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 learn how to slow it slow stuff down say stuff a little bit differently to translate it to come Mm -hmm. across as poetry you know how to say a little bit more melodic um so for me I, I did poetry for a long time. I had people invite me to, you know, churches and would, would go and just do poetry. And I'm like, okay, you know, but for real, it was rap. And, you know, I, I, I had beats and my cousin, we had a little group. It was called T412 based off of First uh, Timothy 4 and 12. Let no man despise thy youth, but be it out an example um, and, and, and faith and clarity, uh, charity, whatever. So, right, but, um, go oh, ahead, go ahead. Well, I had I had asked our last guest um, about how his sound, like how did he hear gospel rap? And like you gave your life to Christ at 15. So you say you started rapping at like, you know, 17 or whatever. Like, how did you get your ear to turn from what you've been used to for so long to like now you hear the gospel and rap? I didn't believe in gospel rap. I'm gonna be honest. Like okay. When I was 15, I grew up. I was say that one more time because you've just freed like several people that is on the fence of becoming a Christian hip hop artist. What did you say that you didn't? Yo, I didn't. Be- for the people I in the kitchen, believe in it. 
I was like, yo, them cats is of the enemy. You know what I'm saying? There ain't no such thing as, because, you know, we grew up listening to who we listened to. Like you said, Pac yeah. and Ludacris and, and DMX was one of my favorite artists. I think the Red Light District came out like a year or so before. Couldn't yeah. listen to couldn't listen to secular yeah. music. And so I used to have my friends burn me CDs and I used to have it and be banging it and my mom used to give me some church cds and you know we just used to flip them out put them in there and you know you wouldn't you couldn't tell me nothing you couldn't tell me what i was listening to but listening to red light district at you know 14 dmx x i mean that was my, that was my thing so coming up coming in, in salvation i was like yo ain't no i've never heard of christian hip-hop and so my first exposure to christian hip-hop was flame one of my homies got saved from the streets his name was Hatib, super super dope. His brother had got killed, and so that that led him, that led him to uh, giving his life over to Christ. And so when he came over, he was like, "Yo, check these, check these out." And so he um he put me on Flame, and uh, it's me and my homie Ryan, who also uh, if you listen to my um my my first album Joy and Lamentations, which is a roughly polished, roughly polished, but um it's Joy and Lamentations. He's on Spiritual Apathy with me. So he got the Truth CD. Uh, it wasn't Moment of Truth. I think it was Open Book. And then I got Flames Rewind CD. And so I was like, mind blown. Like, yo, people actually talk about God and rap. Like, and it started changing my mind about it because <laughs> that rewind was hard. That rewind was hard. And then when I got the Open Book, it was Truth is to this day. Truth and Flame. Well, more so Truth. I love Flame. But truth to this day is still one of my favorite CHH artists. One of my favorites. And that that open book was life changing. It was like his second album. Or uh The Faith. I'm sorry, it wasn't an open book, it was The Faith um at that time. So he had just dropped the Faith. And, you know, anyway, that that led me to like believing that I could do it too. Um and so, you know, Detroit has a lot of a lot of CHH artists. Um, that kind of grew up with me and I'm friends with a lot of them. But for some reason, I don't really feel like my gift as Christian hip hop was ever embraced. So I've always felt like on the outskirts of everything and that's ministry, servitude, you know, gifts or whatever. So I'm, I'm used to it at this point. But um, but I think now um, my 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 artistry is just kind of starting to be recognize a little bit and i'm i'm not saying i'm no cold artist maybe maybe cats is like yo you ain't that cold to be recognized anyway mm -hmm. you know that's some somebody <laughs> might say that and that's fair yeah. that's that's valid because my first joint that i put out was during the pandemic and that boy was all recorded off my phone you know made my beats and everything so it's real it's real it's real and it, you know it's something i love i love the songs though i still go back and listen to them but um but my newer, some of my newer stuff is a lot more polished, though. So, yeah, I guess that's my introduction. I, I talk a lot, so y'all gotta forgive. Yeah, you freeing somebody. Somebody was thinking yeah. about that. So let's talk about your 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 music projects. So you you kind of briefly talked about um, your music, how you started in 2020. So what's your future plans with your music? So, you know, we talked about this a little bit before the show. And so I'm gonna go ahead and say it though. 2023, I wanna oh, make on. I wanna make two volumes. Um the first volume is Eternity, um, Eternity Volume One, and then Eternity Volume Two. And um 
I think the concept behind it is going to be based off of like how we should be keeping the end in mind. And, um, you know, sometimes we can get really, really uh, complacent um, where we are because Jesus ain't cracked the sky yet. And so, you know, it can kind of almost seem like a fairy tale for some people, you know, and they can feel like, you know, they, 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 they waiting on this breakthrough. They waiting on God's promises. They feel like they're, they're swimming in and, and insurmountable pain and depression and, and all this other stuff. And, but there's a redemption that that's, that's, that's waiting, that's prepared for us that God has given us. And if we can just keep the end in mind, like the Bible talks about in, um, in Romans chapter eight, like, yo, all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and who are called according to his purposes. And then you skip down a little bit and he talks about the whole creation groans and is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. And he's just waiting for us to just become who he has predestined us to be. And we need to keep the end in mind. We need to be, we need to be doing and walking in purpose, whatever God has us to do. When we walk in purpose, we're directly impacting other people for his, for his name's sake, for his glory. And so eternity value one is just going to be based upon um, just keeping the end in mind and, and kind of encouraging people to, uh, you know, um, live for the Lord and love the Lord and, you know, um, their salvation, their righteousness and, and what they do, how they serve them, their time, what, what they're doing with their time and their talents, their efforts. And so. I love the passion behind the vision. I love the passion behind the vision. And listen, Anointed Radio, y'all heard it here first. Once he, once he does release Eternity, Volume 1 and Volume 2, we're going to have you back, right? Absolutely. I'm clearing, it, clearing the schedule. Clearing it. Facts. So we could be able to say, we, we, we got I told you you could do it. Accountability, y'all. You got to be able to push it because when you get to the edge, I, I always think about the diving board when I was a kid. And you could use this, the, uh, you could use this example for God. When, when you at the diving board and you got a line behind you, that line is going to be pressure for you to jump. And sometimes God will put pressure on you for you to jump so that you see it wasn't that bad. Because a lot of times we freeze up. Mm-hmm because of insecurities and fears but God's like man if you would have just jumped it would have been done already that book would have been done already mm. that job would have been done already that business would have been done already the house would have been done already all these things that you have been so stutter stepping at mm. it would have been done already God because if God told you about it he already ordained it mm. man I'm, I'm telling you if he told you about it then he already ordained it mean he gonna provision it Mm. Say that again. I needed to hear that. You preaching? I'm just going to say it one more time. If God ordained it already, He gave you the spiritual download and He ordained it to you so that He already know He's good with it. Mm. That means He's going to provide you with the provision of it. Mm. And it ain't up for you to be able. It, it, it was crazy. My sister, she's here for the holiday. She wasn't going to come on the show, but she didn't. But it's her fault. She, she <laughs> oh, <wants> okay. To... <laughs> I'm, hey, this is what it is. And um, she was saying that when she takes her glasses off, I have this little picture in the living room and it says, faith, blah, 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 blah. Because if you're far away, you can't read the rest of it. Hmm. So I said, see, God will make you focus on the first word 
And what that first word say to you? She said faith. Okay. And then when you get closer to it, mm. you will, he will reveal to you mm. the rest. The rest. Mm. But right now, from far away, you just need to know what the big word he got for you. And what's that mm. word say? Faith. Hey. I am such a Baptist. I would say that. that. I, I, that. So, Preach, I needed that. So, I don't care. That was me. But nobody I else. I snatched that out the atmosphere. I, there you I go. That. Look, mm. Let me let me go over here and just snatch it from you. Thank you. Thank so you. I just want y'all to know if he ordained it already, he's gonna go I, do I, it. I Stop stressing about it. I think we make most stress on ourselves due to the fact that we're trying to control everything. First of all, mm. you can't control everything in the first place. Mm. Um, you can't even control waking up because obviously thank if God you. can ordain you to wake up, you ain't waking up. So true. wake up thanking God. That's mm. what you should be thankful for, that God woke you up because it's so easy. If you look at the stats of how many people die every day, every night, okay. they go to sleep, Planning to wake up in the morning, I think there was like fifty six thousand people a day mm. Mm. die, and you made it another chance. And you still complaining about how you ain't got no gas money, but you could walk. You Lord still complaining about how you ain't got no good job, but you still got a job to feed yourself and shelter. It, I'm telling you, a lot of things and the thank. Giving moment for this Thanksgiving colonizer holiday. <laughs> I'm just saying, if y'all want to be real, talk about it, bro. The colonizer mm -hmm. holiday of Thanksgiving. I changed it up to being thankful about what God has done for me and bringing my family around to be one more time in the folk. So, yeah, yeah, because if you think about how God has blessed you with another chance to prove thyself worthy. Mm. Why are you tripping about things of yesterday? Because he, he already judged that. That's like doing a paper and he already saw that. Now he gave you another chance to do it over. Mm. And you stressing about the test from yesterday. Man, y'all better get out y'all feelings. Your insecurities are showing. So with that, I want to ask, which your music, who inspired you and that you would love to do a collab with? Easily the truth. Oh. Emmanuel? Easily. Truth? Emmanuel Lambert. Okay, because he's now known formally now the truth. And now yeah. Emmanuel. He wants to be called Emmanuel. Yeah. Shout out to Emmanuel, the, aka the truth, because everybody still knows him as the truth. Um, so I met him. Emmanuel, did you hear that? I don't know if you tune in. I'm gonna send this clip to him. So, I, I, send so, it to him. so if I'm if I sent this clip to Emmanuel, <laughs> what would you say that you would want to do as a collab? I I, I don't. I just I just want to be in this man's life. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a, a hyper a hyper groupie, but you know he's really discipled me from afar, and um, just from you know, and we actually follow each other on Instagram. You know, I don't know how he started following me, but um. But I'm like, dog, truth follow me? What? This man follows me. But, you know, we've never been able to um, have a, a, a super, super solid connection. And uh, when I met him over the summer, I was just so fan struck that, you know, I couldn't even say like two sentences, you know, two sentences without. See, I can't even get it out now. I can't even get it out now. I couldn't even say two sentences. I was like, man, you really held my marriage. Cause we, he said something to me on the DM 
Uh, he would like, he was like, bro, how you, how your marriage doing? And I was like, bro, we going through. He was like, man, I'm praying for, you know, hold on, blah, blah, blah. And when I saw him, like, yo, truth, man, like, we tight, bro. We tight not, bro. I just sort of want to say that you encourage me, man, blah, blah, blah. He's like, word, okay, dope, dope. And then I was, like, staring at him the whole time like a creep, like, looking at him. Like, like, oh, my God. <laughs> I just made it weird. I made it weird, but I couldn't help myself because I'm a weirdo. But, yeah, you know, honestly, I, I would love to, I would love to either feature him, do a verse, sing, do, you know, do some, do some with him. Work the music video. Yeah. <laughs> just you know. be in the music video. Emmanuel. Hey, well, I'll just be in the background. That's, that's Jay. I'm going to just throw this out there. Hey, preach one. Get on. Put put preach on. Put me on. Put preach on. Put me on. Preach on. Turn them on. Whenever yeah. he come to Michigan, whatever studios he with, I just want to be a fly on the wall, just sitting back chilling, just to see his creative process. Let him get on the track. Yeah. I'm a fan let, of that stuff. Let, let him be in the music video in the back, like Diddy just talking to, about, take that, take that, take that. Right, 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 right. <laughs> talking about lemonade. <laughs> I'm just saying. So <laughs> take that. Uh uh-uh, uh. Uh-uh. So I have to ask this question. This will be the last question. What would be your biggest with if you got to talk to a younger version of you? Because you went through all of what you went through because mm. you're going to be assigned to somebody. And because there's power in the testimony. So with knowing that. What would you tell the person that's going to be assigned to you, this guy that came in church in his teenage years? He might not be from Detroit. He might be from Detroit. He And he's coming now. He, he wants to now get in Christian hip-hop. He kind of feel funny about Christian hip-hop because he don't feel like it's cool enough. Some, what would you tell him? Like, what would you tell younger you? But it's not younger you. It's a person that's assigned to you. What what words of wisdom and advice would you give them? Honestly, I, I would say it's it's really a it's really about the journey, and it's a marathon, not a sprint. And don't go around trying to do a lot of stuff and exhausting yourself, because oftentimes you will allow your judgment to be clouded and people to misuse you because you can be too eager for an opportunity that you don't understand. You know people's plots and schemes and tactics to to use you and um and create self uh self boundaries uh and create boundaries that that help um with relationships and so um the biggest thing would be that and and to be making sure you serving god and doing what you're talking about like that's a lot of things that cats ain't really doing nowadays they talking about god but when you look at their lives they don't have no fruit no substance they're not doing nothing you know, some of them barely living for living for God at all. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's that's the main thing I would say. Get some accountability, get people who get somebody who is in music that can help you critique your sound and that don't care about your, your name, your title, whatever. And they get somebody that's outside of music that don't care nothing about music, don't care nothing about, you know, your name, the title. But that's going to be holding you accountable, holding your life accountable making sure that you are, are taking the best steps business-wise, taking the best steps with um, balance and and uh, making sure you have a healthy relationships with people that you serve. Amen. Hey, hey, hey amen. Right, that's amen. Okay. <laughs> so. With that being said. Nope. I'm not saying that. 
He wants to so bad. I do. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. I know you're spoiling. I'm gonna get that shirt. Oh, uh, what happened? Uh, what that being said. I think it's phone died or something. Maybe his laptop died. He went away. Yeah, his thing, his device. So it's about that time. So it's about that time. And 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 his whole and he came back like a flag. Oh, Great. Like, what happened? Then, like, then, I don't know. Let me give you that time to do it. And I said it's about that time. And yeah. he dipped. So I can what have, in the film did it. you just do? <laughs> Come on, I Phillip. tried to check out the chat because I saw I saw somebody drop something in the chat and my phone was like bah, 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 bah. It, it hit me with some <laughs> something crazy. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't quote me on that too. Don't quote me on that. So, um, let's go ahead. Thank you, because I because I could go I could go for a, no. I'm gonna go. So one thing I just definitely want to say to you is keep grinding. Yes. God definitely sees your journey and sees how is you have a heart for God. And I just want to encourage you to continue striving to be that warrior for God, because there's people that are tired of the the phony, the fake, the plastic, Mm -hmm. and really want some people that showing their lifestyle for God, but showing that they being authentically themselves. Mm -hmm. So I definitely encourage you to keep doing you. I know God going to open some doors for you. Truth, Mr. Emmanuel, speaking to you out there. I'm I'm sending this clip to him. Hey, help out, Mr. Preach. You know, put him on the track. I just want to be a mentee. You know, pass the clutch plate to the right hand side. Just just help him out with a, with a track or two you know that, that's that's what we need to put in the basket just a track or two that's a, right. a, a cameo an intro that's right that's right you know right. something you know put some a, a little flag it could be, could be on the phone video. it could be as, as short as the mac dre intro of one love on e40 you know it's your cousin man that's all mac dre said on that on that track so i'm just saying <laughs> if, if, if you could give one little thing if you had one wish mm. Mm, that's the that's what the song say yeah, one wish. you can't quote one wish no more. I'm thinking about the verses. That was such a horrible, horrible representation. So I would just say can keep going, keep lighthearted, keep loving, keep showing, keep mentoring, and knowing that God is going to open a lot of doors for you. And don't l- give up all gas no brakes yeah that's how we do in the d yeah that's how we do hey bro for real i'm proud of you too man like i mean i already know what you then seen grew up around (laughs) out there in detroit and everything and like literally God is the only person that can pull you out of a dark place. Like, mm. I mean, people can say therapy and it's like no knock to therapy, no knock right. to medication or the church or nothing like that. But like, honestly, the only person who can ever save you from whatever it is that you're going through is God. And it's Preach. that that faith, that blind faith that I've developed and everything, like I just always know that it's going to be okay because God Mm. literally has shown me that 
it don't matter how worse, how bad it can get. Like it can yeah. always be worse for me. It could be worse for you or anybody else. And at the end of the day, he gonna have us all. Like yeah. you know, he's gonna always look out. He always gonna have get his lick back on whoever wronged Hello? us and everything. So you know, I'm I'm proud of you. I'm glad that you mm-hmm. found God and continue to show the the light that He put in you. And you know keep reaching out to people and everything because like that's what he wants us to do like he Amen. blesses us with these platforms and these abilities and these gifts so that way we can connect with more and more people through those talents and Amen. doing something that we love so um, I'm extremely proud of you I'm so glad that he crossed our paths Pastor Jay always does this he f- somehow is the lead messenger from Christ to me <laughs> like you know like when it's when I'm mm-hmm. having days like today where you know mm-hmm. I'm tired from my, when I'm tired from the nine to five I I come on here and I I get something that I needed mm-hmm. to you know spark me up and you know now I take mm-hmm. it and carry it with me like you said yeah. my birthday my birthday was last week man like hey. and I mean leading yeah. up to my birthday I saw great I I felt grateful and mm. thankful for everything that God continues to do in my life and the people that he puts in my life so I already know it's a reason he crossed our paths today so you already know I already and followed you on Facebook oh yeah so we about to make do sure it. make sure you tap me <laughs> and this is the most thank God to God be the glory because it's the most that boss Barbie has spoken in the yeah. <laughs> Never, ain't never spoke Man, this much. Hey, I was about to oh, like, I was like, everything she like, she like in the fourth quarter of a basketball game. I gotta bring more toy people <laughs> onto this show because yeah. she got super juice. She said, yeah. What you should have saw like, came off of work, you know, spirit had me struggling. <laughs> yeah, they got me flying around the world and I, yeah, yeah. And then, right, you, know, you like, you from Detroit, what. Oh yeah, got all that energy I'm back. I'm good. All of it back. I got it. I got yeah. it. That's what we do. So, so yes. with that being said, <laughs> so with that being said, <laughs> let me get that t-shirt. So with that being said, yeah, that's a good t-shirt right there. So I had to stop it because I was about to say it again. So <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and I just want to first of all thank you on the behalf of Anointed Radio for coming on preach. This will not be the only time. And we really are rooting for you here in Las Vegas. Yes. And we want to make sure that when you do get your, your next project, your, your, your double-sided project, Eternal. Yes, sir. Yep. Yeah. Next year, 2023. Didn't, you didn't say a month, so you, you blessed yourself. You got 12 months in a year. So it just saying. Um, there you go. But just don't just remember, quarter, quarter four is Christmas stuff. So you're going to have to get it in before quarter four. And it's gonna have to be at least by the end of quarter three. So I'm just throwing that out there. Yes, I've just been on radio for a long time. I just yes, know when people listen to music and don't, because you know, the only person that ever defied that was Kanye West when he brought mm. out an album in November when people were like, It is Christmas time. What are you bringing in? New <laughs> right. That Mariah. right. Put on defrost Mariah right quick. <laughs> <laughs> and Muskego, whatever his name is. I'm trying to get to the yams. Yeah. <laughs> we got, yeah. We got people, everybody getting to some candied yams. Hello. That's what I'm about to do right now. Fetty Wap. I didn't even know Fetty Wap was out singing. <laughs> I, I don't yams. even know what song y'all talking and about. And then he got <laughs> Uncle Charlie Wilson. 
not uncle uncle mm. charlie wilson <laughs> came and entered the chat <laughs> and he said can i get to the end man mm, mm, mm. we got a what is this song y'all talking about i'm gonna send it yeah we'll send it. <laughs> Y'all truly just made me feel old. <laughs> I was trying to blend in with y'all, and then y'all just okay. That's so it's Thanksgiving, so make sure you get some candy yams tomorrow, not the yams that they're talking about in the song. And make sure you're praying over your food because that's right. There's somebody that's gonna bring some stuff in. Everybody ain't anointed. Everybody say that again. Huh? Everybody ain't anointed. They ain't got the oil. Everybody, you don't get that when you get on the car. Hey, some was called, some just went. Yeah. Uh huh. Because because some of the people that you go into their houses, I want to see plates. So mm. people DM me plates because I'm gonna laugh. I want to just laugh and see who got the worst plate <laughs> out there. I don't care about who could cook. I could cook. I'm probably not gonna post most of the stuff I cook. I'm be like, yeah, I saw it before. But I want to see the nasty plates like I didn't see with this with the dressing that I saw on social media that was horrible and atrocious. That, mm. that proved my watery. No celery. Like I didn't see no celery in that. No, no. Well, you saw that too pepper. with the dude that said no I ain't delivered. I said he can't cook. Don't you ever put nothing on social media <laughs> talking about you cooking when you got that was nasty looking. It looked like concrete. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> happy Thanksgiving, everybody that's going to be out there. Yeah. Make sure you send me some plates. If you need prayers and everything else, make sure you follow me at Anointed Jaylon on all social media platforms. Catch one of my prayers, all that good stuff. And last words, we'll go around before we close out. But the last word I would say is there's always a reason to be thankful. Mm. Just look around. Mm. Prophetess. I'm still stuck on the, the yeah. Oh, <laughs> it was one of them. <laughs> um, love, love on uh, on your loved ones while you're here. Don't mm -hmm. don't allow Thanksgiving to be the only time that you show mm. each other love and say and allow it to be the only time that you tell people that you're thankful and you're grateful for them being in your mm -hmm. life and just being around. So, um, yeah. That being said, thank you all. Just yeah. Mm. Yeah, make sure y'all check on y'all peoples. Uh, not mm. everybody is enjoying a nice Thanksgiving meal tomorrow. Some people may be alone. Um, some people may be with some people that are very toxic to their health and they're still around anyway. So um, just make mm. sure that y'all praying for everybody and just pray for no tragedy in this world tomorrow. We don't need another mm. mass shooting or something like that. Not not this year. We had one last year, so let's just try to get this world back on the right track. Yes. Oh, and Boss Barbie, and let's pray that Alabama beats Arvin. They better. The <laughs> they better. They better, because they don't want to see me going off this weekend. They, they, they've been kind of tripping this year. But I'm sorry. Then it was in the chat clowning y'all about your last loss. But go I ahead, know. Jonathan. What would, your, what would be your last your last parting words? Yeah, I, I've, I've learned that the Bible talks about being thankful in all circumstances. He didn't say be thankful for all circumstances, but be thankful in all circumstances, which just lets me know that thankfulness is a state of being. It's, it's about every day who you are being thankful um, because you were here and there's more um, there's more life. Um, there's more opportunity. There's more there's more things to be conquered. There's more things to be um, to be seen. There's more experiences to be lived if you have a state of thankfulness. Yeah. Amen. And with that.
is about it. So make sure you follow us on the podcast platform where we're on all social media platforms. We're on all podcast platforms and we on TV. Mama, I made it. We're on TV. We're on Roku. And you can download the Anointed yeah. Radio app, the Anointed Radio Network app on Roku, Anointed Radio app on Apple and Google Play Store. And you could be able to follow us on the podcast platform. And you can say, hey, Alexa, play Anointed Radio Network. And they will play Anointed Radio Network. You can say, hey, yeah. Google I'm Assistant, sure. say, play Anointed Radio Network. And they will play Anointed Radio Network. Make sure you follow everywhere. Because we everywhere. Google Google me, baby. You can follow me. I'm just saying. With that being said, bye, y'all.